baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kid's best summer yet at St. Louis University. happening today mm-hmm. men's basketball tonight at Chaffetz they will take on VCU at six o'clock we got a special deal for tickets slewbillikins.com slash kmox five bucks that's, five bucks for a, that. that's dude that's ridiculous you can't do anything for five dollars no, you, you can't, can't even park for five bucks and now you can go to a basketball and game get a t-shirt bucks. and you get a t-shirt white t-shirt because it's a blizzard with the Billikens logo on the front yeah. kmox and oh. summer at slew on the back. It's awesome. We've got with us right now uh, Chris Mace from the um, athletic department. He's the AD here at SLU. What's up, Chris? Not much. Welcome. Hey, thanks, thanks for being for here us. on the day of the blizzard. It's funny that uh, we're getting a little snow on the blizzard in Chaffetz. I but, know. Uh, that's why I brought out the white. I brought out the white look for the blizzard. And that's why we got the white hat, which love Amy it. Amy love has. Uh, no, I love it. Billiken blue. Billiken blue. That's what that's I'm talking what, about. I got my blue She's on. Got it. No, Matt Pajeski poo-pooed, not the white hat, but just the way Chris's face looks under it. Because he's always worn a dark hat, like a, a dark blue or yeah. a black. And so Matt it just isn't used to seeing him in the white hat, but it's the blizzard. I, I think you're pulling it off great. Chris May, thank you so much. Yeah. I'm here for you. Let's, uh, let's talk basketball tonight. I know the season has not gone the way uh, we expected it to go, but it's still a great time to go to a ball well, game. It's a huge night tonight. VCU yeah. uh, coming to town. They've got a really good team. Um, we uh, have continued to play better in the last couple of weeks. Sincere Parker had an unbelievable week last week. He was the A-10 player, player of the week. He was one of the national players of the week. Um, had 30 points in two games, uh, 30 to 34. Um, so, and, and what's interesting about Sincere is he, he's just such a great kid, but he's coming off of an injury. And so it takes time coming off of an injury. And he, his work rate and practice and everything else has shown unbelievable progress. So tonight uh, should be a heck of a ball game. Sincere, you've got uh, Gibson Jimerson ready to go. Uh, Larry Hughes Jr. has been playing well. T.J. Hargrove. So we are really we're going to have a great crowd, and it should be a really fun night in Shapitz Arena. You know, we, you know, you mentioned Larry Hughes Jr. and it's it's one of those things where um, you start to see more and more athletes that I grew up watching their dads play. And when you, the, you get to that point in your life, you're like, oh, my gosh, there's so many juniors now, and they're dads. I watch them play, and you, you have a certain feeling about it. But it's very cool that he's, he's playing here in town. And, and he's doing – and uh, another one's Kellen Thames, Kelly Thames, who played at Mizzou, his dad. Oh, yeah. yeah and okay. so uh, it's yeah. fun having those two young guys on the team. They're two local products who are getting better and better and better, and they've had some really big games. So it's uh, – yeah, it'll be a great night tonight in Chaffetz Arena, and we're fired up about We'll have a good student crowd. We've got people excited about it, so it'll be fun. How long has the Billikens Blizzard game been going on? Well, I want to say uh, 13, 14 years. Because I remember, I'm trying to think of, you know, social media pictures, and you remember certain groups of pictures that come out and they stand with you. Right. And I had a group of friends that went to a Billikens Blizzard game years ago, and it was like, 
white pants, white sweaters, white jackets. Like they brought out everything white and it was hilarious. Like they just went all out and uh, like white gloves, white hat. And I'm like, oh, that's a lot of fun. And so, I, I mean, I remember this years ago. So now is a, tonight's a great chance to take part in that. One of our longtime fans came in one time for the blizzard with his uh, Colonel Sanders look <laughs> and all the white. And they actually came in and they had a couple buckets of chicken and that's they were sharing awesome. the buckets when they all rolled in. So we, we're all wondering what he and his crew will show up in tonight. Yeah. Uh, because they often show up in costume ready for the blizzard game. But, uh, no, there's a lot of fun. And tonight will be... One of those really exciting, fun nights in Chaffetz, for sure. Yeah. And you know what? It's a really – for people who have not gone to a game there, I mean, I've seen a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of ball games there. It's a really nice place to watch a game. I, I have yet to find a better venue for college basketball. I mean, the Chaffetz Arena, what it does, the amenities. And, and you've, I'm blessed to get to meet a lot of different people and go up and introduce and, and see a lot of different people at games many of which have never come to a game, and they'll go, wow, we had no idea. Yeah. And so people really, uh, it's a wonderful facility. People enjoy coming, and, uh, and it's, fan, it's family friendly. So it'll, it'll be a fun night tonight. When was Chaffetz built again? 2008. 2008. Okay, I remember that so clearly. We've just talked about how much this campus has grown. grown. Um, my fiance went here, it was like 20 years ago, and he's like, that's new, that's new. We were talking about the track over yep. just south of the campus mm-hmm. here, and you said now they're putting in field hockey fields. Yeah, we've got a field hockey field that'll go in this summer awesome. for the field hockey team right, right uh, just uh, north of the track. So that's great for the women who play field hockey here. And the whole, you're at, the whole development of the campus has been great. I've been here, I came in 2008, and to see it grow from the dorms to the science building to... All of the pieces that have come together, it's been great to watch and be part of and, and, and see how the whole process has grown. We've had, we, we went over 15,000 students this year. Oh, wow. And so the, the enterprise uh, with Dr. Pastello leading uh, our president has really had amazing growth. You look at the new hospital and everything that's mm-hmm. happened on the South Campus, um, it's really been a cornerstone of this area of town and st louis university as you all know has been here since 1818 it's been a major player in our community and we're just blessed as the athletic program to get to really um, participate on this campus but to help promote what goes on here to help promote through student athletes we have 400 student athletes and we talked to everybody that we have three objectives first we educate second we compete third we build community um, last semester, our 400 student-athletes had a 3.48 GPA. So uh, that uh, is pretty salty at a campus like St. Louis University. We've got teams competing at high levels, and we've got community that comes together to really celebrate this university through sport. And so whether it was last fall when we had the, the largest regular season crowd of any soccer game mm-hmm. down at St. Louis City to uh, – you know, a week ago we had our education day in women's basketball where we had seven, 8,000 youth that came to watch our women's basketball team play to the large crowd that will be there tonight. And so we're very, very fortunate to be in this position to help bring the community together to celebrate through sports. You actually you mentioned uh, Dr. Pastello. He's going to be joining us just after 12 o'clock. Um, so we're looking forward to that conversation. And you also, it, not too far from the, the new stadium, the city SC stadium, it, what, what has that done um, for, for the campus, just being so close to a new building like that and Midtown mm-hmm. and the development of Midtown? The whole development of Midtown has been unbelievable for our campus and for our community. 
and specifically in athletics, the St. Louis City coming in the in the absolute growth in soccer in the conversation in soccer it was already an unbelievable soccer town but with what city's done and obviously they had a great first year but the whole development of what that has brought to the table and how it's helped us in the recruiting space both men's and women's the the moving soccer into the forefront in this community even more than it was and we all know the unbelievable history that our city has with the sport This has just taken it to a whole new level, which has been great for St. Louis University and especially our athletic program. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I was going to say, too, I, I know I have brought this up before, but it really is so great that Champion Center, the O'Loughlin Family Champion Center, if you're a student, a student athlete, you're looking at schools and you walk into that facility, I don't know how it just, your jaw doesn't drop. We've been very, very blessed. And I think we talked last summer when it was, we were almost open. We've been open since October and it's been unbelievable the response of our student athletes mm-hmm. and the use. They're in there from six in the morning until eleven o'clock at night. The study space, uh, the career center, the uh, the fueling station where they pick up smoothies in the morning and the afternoon. There's lines to to the wellness center. The wellness center. I'm, I might be as proud of anything as we've got counseling. We've got a dietitian. We've got sports psych oh, a wow. sports psych lab in there. And so all these pieces to help student-athletes pursue their, their dreams, it's, it's been uh, off the charts. And from a recruiting perspective, you can talk to our coaches. To, to a person, it has been a major difference maker as they brought young people in and showed them what St. Louis University is all about. Athletic Director Chris May, thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us for a bit. I appreciate, appreciate it. Thanks for the, being here. Enjoy the game tonight. Go, go Bills and come for the blizzard. Go Bills. Billikens blizzard tonight. Um, again, tickets. There's a $5 ticket deal. If you use this link, slewbillikens.com slash KMOX. And you can go see uh, the Bills take on VCU tonight at Chaffetz. A 6 o'clock tip. So go see it. Five bucks. Five bucks to go watch college basketball. D1 college basketball. And then Let's come, go. Get, come get a nice Anheuser-Busch product and, uh, and a, you know, a a pretzel and popcorn, and you're ready say to go. Pretzel. That's let's, what I would do. Exactly. Let's go, Chris. All right, May, thank, thank you, you. guys. Thank uh, you. It's Chris and Amy. We're live at the Billikens Grill at the Bush Student Center at St. Louis University. Uh, we're going to talk to Scott Jagow from the newsroom next on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris Ranji, Amy Mark scores you with you live from the Bill Grill. Bill Grill, Billikens at Grill. St. Louis University in anticipation of the Billikens Blizzard tonight versus VCU. Slewbillikens.com slash KMOX for $5 tickets tonight. You Six can't beat it. Tip. Yep. And an awesome T-shirt. Wear white, and the T-shirt's white. Hey, we're bringing in now, as we do every Friday, Scott Jagow from the KMOX Newsroom because he's always roaming St. Louis. He always finds three good things to talk about. How are you, Scott? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm also a Bills fan. You keep saying Bills. I, it's, I get oh, confused. Not, yeah. Different, oh, different Bills. Different. Okay. This is a yeah. different kind of We don't of have to talk about them today. Different kind of Bill, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scott's a Buffalo Bills Yeah, fan. but we're not going to talk about the, that today. What if it were the Buffalo Billikens? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, 
I feel like being a Buffalo Bills fan is far sadder. Now stop. That's oh. why I say I don't want to talk about it today. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Wait, I'm did sorry. you say you did not tell us in the email not to bring up this, but so we're not going if to. If you don't specify, don't uh, bring up wide right. Hey, uh, Scott, tell me, I, I live in the Central West End. Yeah. What is this Nabisco mansion you're talking about? Okay, it's uh, at 10 Westmoreland Place. Which is a private street. It's uh, technically it's not even part of St. Louis because it's a private. All, all the homes are private, and then the street is private. Uh, I think it's one of only two streets like that in the United States that are left. Anyway, the Nabisco Mansion was built in the late 1890s by the man who owned the Nabisco Company. Uh, the ad slogan "Polly Want a Cracker" was devised in that house. That's where it comes from. It is a 12,000 square foot home with. Get this, 11 bathrooms. So if you have a need for 11 bathrooms, listen closely because that house is going on the market this weekend. Uh Uh-oh. And it is $1.999 million. Can I, you know what? That, this is going to sound crazy. That sounds like a bargain. It, I really think it is. It is. Two mil for 12,000 square feet. Yes. And it is a gorgeous house. And it has a basement that has uh, just beautiful appointments of uh, medieval knights, and they have a chandelier with like chain mail on it, and it's just a and the wow. gla- They have this bottle glass where the light comes in, even when the lights aren't on. It, it's it is a fantastic house. There's a little uh, on the stairs. There's a landing that's a. It's perfect acoustics. So if you have a choir or music performing in this area, it is. A perfectly acoustic throughout the house, so wow. I'm here to sell. I'm here to sell you on this home. I'm wow. looking at pictures <laughs> now. It's just stunning. I know, I know. And the and the guy who uh, built it built it just before the World's Fair of 1904, and he could just walk from his new house to the World's Fair. So hey, there's a lot of history there. Just just a little uh, point of parlance. Is is this uh, is this house in the same vicinity of the McCloskey House? Is, it over? Uh, is I, that it? Is that that part of the Central West End? No, I don't think okay. so. Oh, I thought okay. it was. That's my first thought. That's what I thought, too. Um, I'm looking at a picture now. From There's a pool in the back. Does that sound right, Scott? Yep. And from there, a beautiful pool with lots of green space around it. You can see that beautiful Central West End building that looks like Chinese takeout yes. boxes stacked <laughs> yeah, on top yeah, of yeah. each yeah. other. Yes. You can see that. That's <laughs> the view. That's a crazy, amazing <laughs> Backyard. And so this is this place is owned by people who oh. used to own uh, the fountain on Locust. Yes, that's true. Okay. Uh, Joy Christensen and her husband Ron, who are celebrating their fiftieth wedding anniversary this year, wow. you might know Joy and Ron because they're radio people. They uh, Joy used to be on Casey, and they had a production company that produced comedy radio bits. And you've heard these bits over the years. I mean, they're one of the few companies in the country that do this. So they are radio folks. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm confused. So it's the Nabisco mansion. Mm-hmm. And you said Polly won a cracker. That yeah. was made. That slogan came out of that house. Mm-hmm. But Nabisco, the company, that wasn't founded in St. Louis. No, it was not. Okay. But the, but but this the guy is the f- who owned the company built this house in St. Louis and lived there for many years. Wow. And then the Christensen's bought it 28 years ago. And they are moving. They have moved to a new home in Soulard, which is also worth visiting because it looks like the Adams family house. 
Really? <laughs> yes. Is it like a famous historic house then in St. Louis as well? Yeah, I believe so. I think that'll have to be a future roaming St. Louis. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to go to that one yet. She said there are a lot of boxes in it. They're just moving in. We talked about this when we had um, uh, somebody from the, the Compton Heights neighborhood. I forgot what time it was. It was last year. Just how many in St. Louis, and I think it's unique to St. Louis, there aren't a whole lot of cities like this, with some really big, old, beautiful homes. There just There aren't a whole lot of places like that in the country. It's true. It is yeah. true. A lot of the cities, especially in the South, like Charlotte and Dallas and Atlanta and Phoenix, everything is new there. Mm-hmm. And, and in some places, they tore down all the old cool stuff. Yeah. So St. Louis, you've got to appreciate the fact that we have kept the character and the history here. Tell us about three good things, Scott. Oh, well, I unfortunately, the passing this week of Bob Edwards, who, if you're not familiar with NPR legend and history and lore. I mean, he's kind of like the Jack Buck of KMOX. He was the morning show host on NPR for a quarter century. Just, you know, he, he's kind of in the same ballpark as like an Edward R. Murrow. People woke up to him every morning and he passed away, unfortunately, this week at age 76. So I definitely want to tip my hat to him and his broadcasting career. He was influential on me. And I have a great story about Bob, uh, he put it in his book, in fact. I, I just stumbled across it while I was reading the book, and there was my name in the book. Whoa. And what? It was a, yes, it's true. I was hosting a stage show with him, like in front of an audience, and I was interviewing him. And the night before, he, well, the day before, we did an interview on the air, and he would not elaborate on anything. He was just giving me yes and no answers. He could be a real curmudgeon. So the next evening, I told the girl that I was seeing, maybe you can help ply him with a little bourbon because he loves bourbon. He's from Louisville. Anyway, she did this. (laughs) He had about five. And then backstage, we're talking about going on the show. And he he told me that the night before in Boston that his cab driver died while he was driving. What? What? And I was like, oh, my God, can we talk about this? It's a... And Bob said, don't bring it up. And then I brought it up. <laughs> and well, you, you're, you have to. <laughs> you have to. I thought I did. Anyway, in the book, he just told, he told the story. So I, I got a story for his book. But the word he used about me was classy. Oh, you know what? I mean, being facetious. Oh. But, hey, I gave him a story. I was going to say you're from Buffalo. Oh, so he yeah. was, he was he taking was be- a shot at you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's all right. Yes. I love That's it. okay. I love it, too. How classy is this guy? For <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> for bringing up the taxi about. driver. And then he put it in his book anyway. He put it in his book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He, come on. Yeah. Anyway, Scott J. Gow, three good things, roaming St. Louis Sunday morning yep. on KMOX. Yes. Thanks for, uh, you know, hanging out with us again. We'll talk to you next Friday. Okay. Thanks, guys. That is Scott J. Gow from the newsroom. Mike Claiborne is next. We're going to talk some ball with Claibs. SlewBillikins.com slash KMOX for tickets tonight. Billikins take on VCU at 6. I would say that it's a very hungry group. Um, and it's always good for the young guys to come in and, and see that. But this is a group that's very determined. We're really looking forward to getting started. Cardinals are in the midst of spring training. Their first full team workouts are uh, coming up here. 
in just a couple of days. Pitchers and catchers have already been in camp. Some position players are there in Jupiter, Florida, and it is time to go to Florida. We bring in Mike Claiborne, part of the Cardinals broadcast team. He is with us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. By the way, Amy Marks, Kors, and I, Chris Ranji, are at the Billikens Grill Mm -hmm. at the Bush Student Center. Uh, Tonight is the Billikens Blizzard. They'll take on VCU. We'll get you $5 tickets if you go to slewbillikins.com slash KMOX. The tip is at 6. Hey, Klaibs, what's up? It's all good from Florida. Uh, hey. We're out playing catch and all that good stuff. And uh, you mentioned full squad workouts began officially on Tuesday, but they really are going on as we speak because everybody's already here. See, that's that's kind of um... – I mean, I guess in the last 20 years or so, Klaibs, isn't that pretty standard that, that players really report way before they have to? Yeah, they do. And uh, one of the things is um, a lot of these guys are already in shape. You know, the, the days of the rubber suit and guys running on the backfields trying to work off some weight, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. These guys are already in shape and, and normally ready to go. The pitchers need to stretch out just a little bit. The hitters uh, – they hit in the cages all year now, so they're reasonably ready. So uh, let's get it going. Let's get it going. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for baseball as I look out the window and see snow it's coming down snowy. here in St. New- St. Louis. So oh, I hear. Oh, yeah, I, I love snow, though. I'm into it. Um, but, yeah, it, it feels like, you know, we're getting closer, even though it's cold here in St. Louis. And I, I know, Klaibs, that the thing during the offseason we talked about the most is the pitching staff. And this bullpen right now, depending on who you talk to, there's a lot of belief it's it's vastly improved from last year. I would agree with that statement. Uh, just the experience that we have in the bullpen, guys with big league experience, guys who've had reasonable success in other organizations, uh, really bodes well for what the Cardinal bullpen will look like. And, and I'm of the belief that it will be an extended bullpen. And what I mean by that is you have some guys who have options where they can be sent to Memphis uh, Cardinal AAA team, and they will hone their skill there until called upon because, as we know, most pitching staffs do not go 162 games without some sort of setback or injury or tired arm or whatever you want to call it. So you better have some people ready to contribute, and I think that they're in a position to do that this season. I just looked at Amy. I thought she was going to say something, and then she decided not to. Nope. You know right. what? You guys have worked way too long together not to be able to read off of each other. Well, he he was looking at me, and uh... I thought I thought she wanted to say something because she had a look about her. <laughs> but that's be what careful, that's what. Be careful, she had Clabes. She had a look about her, well, and that look made me think. Well, she wanted to say something, yeah. but then she she didn't do it. Um, okay. It, so, so far, you're in the first few days of camp. It's not like you can learn a lot of things right about now. Guys are just starting to really get themselves loose and, and get ready for games, which are coming up here fairly soon. But what are, the, what are the sorts of things you do look for in the first week or two of spring training? Well, you know, one of the things I look for is <clears throat> the attention to detail when they go through drills. I mean, are they really going out and, and doing what's what's needed because, you know, you, you play like you practice. And that's something I'm paying closer attention to because I thought some of our detail got a little sloppy last year. Uh, so that's the first thing I'm looking for. The other thing is just how guys approach things with you throw your bullpen, then what? Do you go home? Do you go lift? Do you go run? Do you do other things to help you become better? 
And we're seeing that already where players are really kind of committed. And, and just the overall bonding factor, you, you, there's a lot of new faces in the Cardinal clubhouse. And they're trying to figure out who they are in each other. And unfortunately, this year, we don't have the jerseys with the names on the back of them in spring training. Uh, somebody from Major League Baseball thought it was a good idea to uh, – don't even get me started on the uniform yeah, yeah. thing. Actually, we're, we're, we're going to ask that. you about the uniforms. Yep. Well, you can. Uh, but the thing is, it, the way it's set up now, they don't have the batting practice jersey. So if you don't recognize a face, and they have a number on their left sleeve, but if you can't correlate the number and face together – there's a lot of guys you just don't know. I mean, it's a completely different looking clubhouse with regard to all the new faces that we have, especially on the pitching side. Speaking of pitching, although it's not a new face, it's uh, Miles Michaelis coming off a tough year. Mm-hmm. When you have a guy like that, you know he's got the potential to pitch better. How early on in spring training can you expect to see something that would lead you to believe it's going to be a better year or it's going to be the same? Like, how long do you have to get into spring season before maybe you Well, that's a good question. You know, and the reason why I say it is because there have been years where I've seen guys and you're like, oh, boy, this guy is ready to go. And then when the season rolls around, they get crushed. Uh, I I thought last year the the WBC had a lot to do with Miles not being – uh, you know, the, the Miles Michaelis we've been accustomed to watching, and he never really recovered from it. He stayed in the middle of the plate too much, and he got hit. And he's a strike thrower, so you expect him to be around the plate, but he was in the middle just a little too much. But he still gave the team a chance to win. Uh, I would say after the third, perhaps fourth start in the spring is really when you can kind of get a feel for guys because after that, uh, those first two starts, they're just throwing fastballs. They're just trying to stretch themselves out. Then you start working on your breaking ball and maybe some other things you want to do during the course of the season. So I would say by start three, no more than four, you have a better idea of how this person is faring. It's interesting you say that because I've uh, one of the things about baseball that I've always found really fascinating is how, and this is just a, you know, a, a minor thing, I guess, that happens day to day where a starting pitcher goes out to the bullpen to warm up for the game and then feels pretty good in his bullpen warm-up, and then the game starts, and he lost everything he had. It just doesn't feel yeah. the same. you know. So you never really know what a guy's going to feel. He could have a great spring, but it doesn't necessarily mean that once regular season games start that it'll translate. No, you're right. Um, and I've seen more guys that come out of the bullpen saying, oh, man, I don't really feel, I don't really feel like I have my stuff. Yeah, then they pitch great. And the next thing you know, he throws yeah. a three-hitter. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's a really tricky way to assess a person's, uh, you know, ability at this time of the year because when you flip the switch and, you know, you have a, a guy with a real bat in his hand and, and he's, you know, he's tracking you, uh, things can turn around quickly. And, and I really feel like in this situation, you have to be able to know what you're capable of doing with regard to plan B. If your curveball isn't working, what are you going to come back with, a change-up, slider, whatever? Uh, this is a time to be able to, to hone the plan B skills that you're going to need during the course of the season. Uh, let's talk about those jerseys. Let's I think it. this Ugh. is the funniest thing because um, that's that's been the main storyline coming out of spring training for most teams is this, uh, at least in the first couple of days, is how much players absolutely hate these new jerseys. Yeah, it, it's true. I mean, not just the Cardinals. uh there's some other teams up in here in this area, and just talking to a few players on that side of the fence, they uh, they're like, "This is crap." 
You know, this is something you get in a gift shop somewhere. You never hear that. It's, it's a replica. It's a replica jersey. I mean, realistically speaking, we have better giveaway items yeah. at the ballpark <laughs> than what these uniforms look like. And, and the biggest difference is not just the material, but the lettering, the block lettering on the back and the numbers are smaller. Uh, it, it just, it just, if you're a uniform person, as I am, you, you notice those things right off the bat. I am just so glad they didn't mess with the Cardinal logo on the front. The birds on the bat, they didn't really, didn't really touch, but the rest of the uniform, uh, you'll notice it when you come to the ballpark. Yeah, I don't, so I'm, I'm not, as you I, can I tell, I'm not a big fan of it, but then again, Rob Manfred didn't call me and get my opinion of it, so I'll, I'll give it to him for free. Well, and nothing's going to change, right? Because they've already produced no, these, no, and no. this is what it's, it's going to be. It's just a weird It is what it is. It's weird that Nike would do that because they're not manufacturing. Well, so here's the deal, yeah. though, Amy. It's not Nike. Nike contracted right. out to Fanatics. This is a, fan, this is a Fanatics mean. thing. And, and you're right. Well, Nike should have kept a closer eye on, on the development of this. You're right on that front uh, because people will remember Nike – Mm-hmm. more than they will fanatics as far as the manufacturer. So uh, not necessarily a good good name, good mark by their name on this front. Yeah, I, I just it, it's really a shame because the one thing you think you'd want to do with those uniforms is make the players comfortable, and apparently they don't even like the, the pants. They're just they're, yeah. there's but all now, kinds of issues. In fairness, if you've been around players, they always look for something to complain about. Well, that's okay? that too. They're, they're never happy. But this is one that everybody's planting their flag on and willing to die on this hill over, uh, the fact that these uniforms aren't what they deem big league material. And I don't blame them. I mean, you know, you're supposed to be the best in the world. And, you know, you have the best of this and the best of that as far as equipment is concerned. And then somebody rolls out these uniforms and you're like, (laughs) oh, wait a minute. As as one player said, my my kid's little league team has better uniforms than I do. That's funny. Um, you know what I am looking forward to is the City Connect jerseys, and they didn't really uh, – those uniforms, which the Cardinals are one of nine teams that's getting a new City Connect for this season. Um, I'm, I don't know if they have – they haven't given a specific date, right? There's just a window no, of time. I haven't heard anything on it. Okay. Okay. But I am uh, looking and, forward and, to that. You know, it's hard for me to keep track of the jerseys we already wear. So for, for this City Connect one um, – and, you know, you, you talk to people in other cities where those teams have worn theirs. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it comes with a ringing endorsement. Sometimes. You know, well, sometimes they're really cool. Well, I haven't seen one that I would call cool. What? But then again, I'm a traditionalist. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, one so of the great things about pro sports are the uniforms and the tradition that they have that comes with them. Uh, the look. Uh, and that's one of the neat things about the all-star game for baseball. When a Cardinal player comes out of the dugout, that uniform stands out so much more compared to some of the other teams. And I just think there's some things that are best left alone. And that doesn't mean you, you, can, you can have your blue uniform and your gray uniform. I get all of that. But I think when you start messing with the front of the jersey, yeah, let's, let's, let's pump the brakes on that. I don't know. I, I... I get it, but also they play 162 of these. I don't think it's a big deal if a handful of times they do well, something yeah, cool and different. That, that's true. I mean, you know, does it make you play better? I don't know. I doubt it. That's for uh, And it, it's not something that you're forced to wear every day. I would agree with you on that front. But, again, I'm going back to the baseball mode. We're not happy unless we're complaining. 
Uh, well, Claves, do you care that because of Major League Baseball's six, is it six jersey rule or five jersey rule? Five jersey five. rule. Five jersey yeah. rule that the Cardinals aren't wearing their traditional red spring training jerseys, but are wearing the game whites. Yeah, I, I have a problem with that because one of the reasons why the Cardinals wear the reds in spring training, uh, it goes back to a few years ago where they feel like it's a right to wear the white Cardinal jersey at home. You know, you earn that right by coming to spring training and performing and doing what you need to do to be a big leaguer. Now, somebody would say, well, what about Nolan Arenado? He's a, yeah, okay, yeah, I get that. But if you're a young player and you're trying to make the ball club, I think there's something to be said for the fact that you can't put that jersey on until you are actually in the big leagues. This kind of lessens that impact as far as what tradition is all about with regard to the Cardinals. Uh, And we're going to miss that jersey because, you know, it was one that, you know, you saw every day in the spring. You could recognize the players and the names and all of that stuff. Uh, It was a different look. Uh, we saw it in spring. Uh, we see it in batting practice during the course of the year when people wear it. Uh, but now everybody wears a pullover, and so you know it, the game has changed on that front with regard to uniform decorum. I'm not sure if it's going in the right direction, but it is going in a direction. That's for sure. We're all going in a direction, Clay. <laughs> I'm just trying to go up. Hey, man, uh, want to talk again next week? How about next Friday? What? How's that? You sound? know what? Let me check my. Yes, I'm available. All right, I'm next, available Friday, next Friday. Let's say 11:30. 11.30 Central. 11.30 Central. 11.30 Central, bat time. I'm all good. Now, you guys are at St. Louis U. How are things going there with the snow? Big game tonight for St. Louis U. against VCU. That's right. Yeah. We're at Billikens. And you can Blizzard. hear all the action right here on X with the voice of the Billikens, Bob Ramsey, and his color analyst and longtime partner, Hall of Famer Earl Austin Jr. And guess what else, Klabes? $5 tickets. $5. You are kidding me. dot com slash KMOX for $5 tickets. That sounds like a bargain. Dude, you I'm might want to fly back from Florida for it. Well, let's not get carried away, okay? Okay. Let's, let's, let's settle down. Uh, <laughs> I was, I was, I, Chris, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Pulp Fiction. Of, co- of course. Come on. When the car got cleaned. Remember what Harvey oh, yes. Weinstein said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put the blankets right. up in the yeah, – yeah. Well, you remember what, what, what Harvey said after that? Clean the, clean the car. Y- yes. Okay. Yes. Look, right. With a cherry on top, pretty please. No, that's not it. But oh, no, anyway, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But just when I try and set you Wait, up hold on for a second. something you could contribute, you yeah, this guy. mess it up. Gosh. No, Clay, this is how I feel every day. That's what this is Amy, like. I feel for you because I don't know if I could put up with this on a oh, difficult. Okay. All right. It is hey, just, difficult. Oh. Listen, we've got the, we've got the uh, St. Louis University now, do you presidents share, coming share up. share these Can, thoughts with your therapist? Because you have to have one after working with this well, guy. Well, I, you know, that's a great point. I should get one. You I know should what? get one. You know what? What? This is uh, you, you guys right now are taking time away from Dr. Fred Pastello. Well, we don't want to take away anything no. from the good doctor. because no, he's coming up after 12 o'clock, and if we don't say goodbye right now, we'll never say goodbye. <sighs> okay, goodbye right now. How about that? <laughs> Bye, Claybs. Mike Claiborne. Enjoy Florida. Enjoy I'm Florida. Try. All right. It's right. uh, Mike Claiborne, part of the Cardinals broadcast, and, yes, we are the home of the Cardinals. we got spring training games coming up. And uh, as we mentioned, Billikens Blizzard happening tonight. Uh, com slash KMOX for tickets. Five bucks, baby, and a T-shirt. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 